Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. On Monday's podcast, we went through the first half of a list of words and phrases that we're just not supposed to use anymore. And this is told to us by Stanford University through their Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative. And they take this so seriously that even on their website, which, by the way, is not uh, for everyone now. They first had it up where everybody could see it. Now you have to have a sign-in or a login in order to see this stuff. But we, as uh, your uh, place where we love to bring things to you that you might not be able to get anywhere else uh, for fear of missing out, <laughs> then uh, we were able to obtain this and we're going through it. Uh, on this list, they start things out by saying content warning. This website contains language that is offensive or harmful. Please engage with this website at your own pace. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, you, you be Hey, feel free if you need to turn off the podcast at any time and then come back to it because you need to take this at your own pace. Feel free to do so. Uh, we're going to see if any of these seem harmful to you. Um, and we, uh, we're finishing up the, the section on imprecise language in which they uh, say that things like child prostitute should no longer be used. Instead, child who has been trafficked, trafficked I guess is how they, they want us to use it. Uh, same thing with circle the wagons. Uh, circle the wagons uh, it should be replaced with take a defensive position. They say Hollywood movies about settlers migrating west contributed greatly to the formation of this phrase which means that savages in quotes are coming and a group of white people is about to be attacked it it also paints indigenous peoples as the aggressors so so why would they be circling the wagons if they weren't being attacked that doesn't make any sense to me, but hey, we're having fun with it, right? Uh, Half-breeds uh, is not to be used anymore. Um, and, you know, they, they say that person of multiple ethnicities uh, should be used. So I guess maybe we're supposed to use Heinz 57 now. Uh, how about Hispanic uh, is to be replaced with Latin X. Uh, it says, although widely used to describe people from Spanish-speaking countries outside of Spain, its roots lie in Spain's uh, colonization of Southern American countries. Instead of referring to someone as Hispanic because of their name or their parents, ask them how they identify themselves first. <laughs> no. And I will say that there isn't a single Hispanic person out there that uses Latinx. I mean, you you can look up the polls, whatever you want. I know of nobody that is of Hispanic uh, origin that that uses Latin X. How about Indian giver? It says that the person who takes something back that was given, one who expects an equivalent gift in return for one that is given, it should be a much better um, uh, better uh, wordage used in place of Indian giver. Uh, this term is likely 
derived from misunderstandings about trade customs in early relationships between indigenous people and white settlers. There are only white settlers, right? Uh, It is a slur that should not be used to describe anyone. So even though they can't prove it, they just say it's likely, you know, we just, we think so. So let's just not use it. Indian summer is not an, a, a phrase that you should be using. You should be using late summer. This term infers that indigenous people are chronically late. While it may be innocently used to describe a beautiful time of the year, it could have a unintended negative impact on those who hear it. So why is the word late the inference here? rather than beautiful or a continuance of a good thing or good weather. I mean, it doesn't make any sense that that they infer, they're the ones inferring late here. And here's one that might surprise you a little bit. You're not supposed to use the word Karen. (laughs) Karen. Um, (laughs) Demanding or entitled white woman. I don't know where the white thing came in here. Karens can be any color, right? I mean, this term is used to to ridicule or demean a certain group of people based on their behaviors. So I'm, I'm confused. Should our actions not affect our reputation? And how about Oriental? Should we use that term? No, because person of Asian descent is much better. Or how about better yet? Use the specific cultural heritage, like Chinese or Japanese, etc., if known. See, this term, they say, is seen as a pejorative, as it racializes people of Asian descent as forever opposite others. Huh? <laughs> okay, I didn't get that one. And and, and I, I think I have a pretty good handle on the English language. I didn't get that one. How about uh, peanut gallery? We're supposed to substitute that for audience or hecklers or critics. Uh, This term refers to the cheapest and worst section of theaters where many black people sat during the vaudeville era. (laughs) And I would say anyone else that purchased a less expensive seat. Uh, Here's here's one. Here's a really interesting one. People of color. Um, We're not supposed to use people of color. Instead, we're supposed to use BIPOC, B-I-P-O-C, which, of course, um, that's confusing because they say if speaking about a specific group or you, you should name that group. But if we're supposed to use BIPOC instead of people of color, that, that doesn't make any sense because abbrevi- the abbreviation of people of color is okay, but spelling it out is not? I mean, the POC on the end of BIPOC is for people of color. I don't know. Uh, How about straight? You should not be using the word straight. You should be using the word homosexual now. Um, The term implies that anyone who is not heterosexual is bent or not normal. But I thought diversity is a good thing. Why are we obsessed and offended even with what is abnormal? I thought that was supposed to be good. I don't know. I think that's stupid. I mean, uh, we we can't say stupid. We're supposed to say boring or uncool. (laughs) I think that's boring. I think that's uncool. 
<laughs> they say that's stupid. Uh, once used to describe a person that could not speak and implied that the person was incapable or ex- express, uh, they were incapable of expressing themselves. I think that's stupid. Uh, how about survivor? Uh, a person who uh, has experienced would be better. Or a person who has been impacted by something would be better than survivor. Survivor is a negative term, right? It's using a person's first language, uh, which is helping to not define people by just one of their experiences. If the person identifies with the term, then, then we can use it. So can you imagine having to change the name of the show Survivor because of this? <laughs> you can just see it now, right? Tune into persons who have been impacted by our show here on CBS. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, tar Baby uh, is is a, a term that should be replaced by difficult problem. Um, says this is a dismissive term for a black person. Um. And so you you can cancel, you know, a black author that wrote a book like Song of the South that had Tar Baby and things in it. And you can demolish a popular Disney ride, right? Splash Mountain is gone. Why? Because of things like this. How about thug? No, 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 no. Should not be using the word thug. Suspect or criminal is much better. Although the term refers to a violent person or criminal, it is... It often takes on a racist connotation when used in certain circles. And why is that, I ask? Why would violence and criminal activity have a racist connotation? Hmm. A user is now gone. Client is in its place. While Often associated with one who uses, like software systems or services, it can also negatively be associated with those who suffer from substance abuse issues or those who exploit others for their own gain. Hmm. So now we are worried that we might offend addicts and those that exploit others for their own gain by using the word user? Really? I think that's the least of your worries if you're dealing with somebody like that. And speaking of really stupid things, uh, I mean, boring, uh, uncool, uh, victim is on the list. A person who has experienced is much better. A person who has been impacted by is much better. Using a person first language helps to not define the person by just one of their experiences. If a person identifies with the term, then you can use it. So again, many of these are like, well, hey, only, uh, uh, only people, all people can use these words except uh, white Christian males. Uh, let me give you an example of this one for victim. The people who put together this list consider themselves victims. And speaking of eternal victims, our next our next uh, list and category on the list is institutionalized racism. Institutionalized racism is racism that is embedded in the laws and regulations of society or an organization. It can be seen in uh, processes and attitudes and be, behavior through through prejudices and and ignorance, uh, through thoughtlessness and and racist. Uh, stereotypes. 
Why don't we just put CRT? It would have been much simpler. Um, and on this list, there is Barrio, uh, which is a, you're supposed to use a specific name of the neighborhood instead of it because the term indicates a society, uh, and a, a socially segregated non-white neighborhood. Uh, I don't use the word Barrio, so I don't know. But how about Black Hat? That's out. A Black Mark, Black Sheep, Black Bald, Black Box. Really? Like the flight recorder one? Yeah, Black Box. Blacklist, blacklisted, all of these are out. All of those are gone. You should never hear uh, of those again. Why? Because those words assign negative connotations to the color black, (laughs) racializing the term. So now we are to make sure that we don't offend a color. Isn't that what they're saying? We could offend a color. So we shouldn't be using black in anything. Or how about colors? Here's brown bag. So we should be using lunch to learn or lunch and learn or tech talk. <laughs> Not TikTok, tech talk. Tech talk. Yeah, that's what it is. Historically associated with the brown paper bag test. Hmm? That certain black sororities and fraternities used to judge skin color. Those whose skin color was darker than the brown bag were not allowed to join. Okay, so so now we have to pay eight cents a bag here in the Northwest. So if you don't bring your own, you know, recyclable bag or whatever to for your groceries in the grocery store, you have to pay eight cents a bag now. It's 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 the law, and the eight cents goes to who knows where. So now we're going to pay eight cents for a lunch and learn or a tech talk. I, I think this is baloney. I think they, I, I, I say prove it. Just like this one's from Cakewalk. You're not supposed to say cakewalk anymore. That was a cakewalk. Nope, nope. Easy and simple is much better because enslaved people con- convertly used um, exaggerated dance to mock their enslavers. This turned into balls that the white enslavers would hold for entertainment where the prize was a cake. Really? Really? I mean, has anyone ever heard of this or used this term with that in mind? Uh, no, I don't think so. Gangbusters is another surprise on the list. You should be using very successful instead. Um, unnecessary invokes the notion of police action against gangs in a positive light, which may have racialized undertones. So why do gangs have racial undertones. Hmm, are we assuming things here? Uh, Just like with ghetto? We're not supposed to use ghetto? Use the neighborhood's name? Uh, The term indicates any society-segregated non-white neighborhood? Or maybe it just signifies a government housing neighborhood. Or here's, here's, uh, from from the, the last podcast, I said that grandfather should be on the list. And guess what? Here it is. Grandfather... And grandfathered, yes, both on the list. Um, it says that this term has its roots in the grandfather clause adopted by Southern states to deny voting rights to blacks. So how, because this doesn't make any sense. If you just, this is where critical thinking has completely gone right out the window. Because if you think about this for two seconds, you're going to understand that what they said here is a bunch of baloney. How does it have its roots here in this term. 
So, I mean, so the, the word, what they're saying is the word grandfather and grandfathered was never spoken before Southern voting rights for blacks was instituted. Really? Really? Because that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Gray hat hacker should be replaced with hacktivist. A hacker who exploits a weakness in cyber defense to bring the weakness to the attention of the owner. I had not heard of the gray hat hacker, um, but we're not supposed to say it anyway, so I guess I'm not out of anything. Um, because the gray hat hacker had a goal of, of improving security by doing all this. The term combines black hat and white hat, which both hold racial connotations. So... I guess the way what they're saying here is you're not supposed to use gray hat hacker because you get the color gray from combining black and white and gray is now offensive because of it. Kind of interesting. Um, master the adjective, master the verb, both out. Master list, um, that's out. Here, here's one. Red team. They should, you should actually... Instead of saying red team, you should be replacing that with cyber um, off, uh, offense team. Now, red, it says, is often used disparagingly to refer to indigenous species. So its use in this context could be offensive to some groups. So are all of these out then? the How about red head? Red robin? red letter are all of those out because red could trigger somebody i mean literally think about this for a second the movie the village i'm sure you probably all have seen it midnight Shyamalan has this movie has now officially predicted the future because remember in that movie red is the color we don't speak of and that's what they don't want you to do here. You're not to use the word red. How about scalper and or scalping? Of course, I mean that one. You can kind of see that one coming. Uh, it says the terms. Uh, the term refers to a practice of removing a piece of enemy's scalp from uh, with with hair uh, still attached. Although both uh, colonizers and indigenous people performed the practice, it was used as proof of how savage the natives were. So it's it's okay that the indigenous pe- peoples did it, but we're going to ban the word because white people did it too, and that makes it bad. Uh, how about scrum master? Historically, masters enslaved people and didn't consider them human and didn't allow them to express free will. So the term should generally be avoided. Ooh, I would not tell the BDSM community that because they're going to be a little upset, I think, along with the word slave, right? Uh, We can't use the word slave because the historical context of this term involves oppression of a group of people who were enslaved, uh, thought of as less than human and unable to exercise free will. So let's never use the word again, even though it has not always been a racial issue. Slave labor for instance, uh, refers to a time when enslavement of people, in particular black Americans, was allowed. Yes, not thinking about unpleasantness is always the best policy. That's what I say. Sold down the river. Uh, Why would you want to ban sold down the river? Well, this term originally referred to a person who was enslaved 
who was sold as punishment. And to that, I say, prove it. Um, how about uh, to um, tar, Tarball? Uh, they, they say Tarball is out. Uh, I, I say, if you know, you might as well just take the word tar out altogether, right? Uh, to call a spade a spade, calling a spade a spade is not good. Uh, you should uh, use instead to call something what it is or call something what it is, you know, what it isn't, whatever. To call a spade a spade. It says, although the term uh, has its origins in Greek literature, the subsequent negative connotations with the word spade means that the phrase should be used with caution or not at all. Translation here. I'm going to translate for you what they mean. We realize that this term is rooted in Greek literature, but because the spade is black in color on playing cards, we are banning it. We're not banning clubs, just spades. How about the word uppity? <laughs> yeah, uppity is out. You're supposed to use stuck up instead or arrogant. Uh, although the term originated in the black community to describe another black person who didn't know their socioeconomic place, it was quickly adopted by white uh, uh, supremacists to describe any black person who didn't act as expected. So even though it's a black term used by blacks and is a part of black culture, white people used it. So let's ban it. Uh, mass, a webmaster um, is out, uh, replaced by web product owner. Uh, okay. And here's, here's a, a series that, that you probably saw coming. Uh, white hat hacker, white paper, white team, white box, white list, white space. All of them are gone. Why? Because that assigns value conditions based on color, as in white is good, and act which is subconsciously racist. A sense we can't assign meaning to colors anymore. Are we changing all traffic lights to purple for all three of the lights on there? Because we wouldn't want to associate, you know, red with stop. Well, we can't use red anyway. So, I mean, you know, green with go. We can't, we can't do that. Um, yellow team is out um, and, and, and things like this. But how about, how about the category of first person? Now, first person, uh, the use of first person language helps everyone to uh, resist def defining others by a single characteristic or experience, if that person doesn't wish to be defined that way. Some people may not mind having the term applied to them, or may even refer having uh, uh, having them used. Uh, it's always preferable to ask a person how they want to be addressed instead of making assumptions. So again, what they're saying here is, we're going to ban these things, but you know, there may be people that really want to use them, even though they apply to them. And we're just going to ban them anyway. <laughs> Um, how about convict? That's a good one. Convict is banned. Person who is or was incarcerated is much better. Using a person's first language helps to define people by just one of their characteristics. Um, they are convicts because they were convicted of a crime. Disabled person out. Person with disability in. Um, yeah. Homeless person out. And in fact, I have even heard this change to houseless person. Not sure if that's supposed to be a good thing or not, but at least we're supposed to use person without housing. 
instead. Uh, immigrant, person who was, uh, who has immigrated or a non-citizen. Using first-person language helps to not define uh, people by just one of the characteristics. Uh, this, this is also an attempt to integrate the illegal alien into the term as well. And prisoner is out. Prostitute is out. Why? Because using first-person language helps to not divide the people by just one characteristic. So we just we we just can't use prisoner. We can't use convict. We can't use prostitute. No, absolutely not. And of course, there's violent language, and the violent language often used uh, casually and without uh, ill intent, but it often involves imagery that may be upsetting to the recipient of much of of such language, though. And we recommend using nonviolent alternatives whenever possible. Like abusive relationship, that is not to be used. A relationship with an abusive person is supposed to be used instead. Isn't that weird? Instead of abusive relationship, we're supposed to use relationship with an abusive person because the relationship doesn't commit abuse, the person does. So it is important to make that fact clear, which it immediately brings up the fact that we should be banning gun violence then, right? For this very same reason. I mean, the gun doesn't commit violence. A person does. So it is important to make that fact clear, right? How about beating a dead horse? Yeah, that one's out. Uh, How about crack the whip? Yeah, that one's out. Um, Double down should be uh, done here. Uh, Or come down hard on. Uh, Unnecessary use of violent imagery that paints the person being referred to as an authoritarian or oppressive. No, your stupid, I mean, boring, uh, uncool list is an uh, is authoritarian or oppressive. How about go off the reservation? Yeah, yeah, you can see that one coming. Uh, killing two birds with one stone is not good. Accomplishing two things at once is. This expression normalizes violence against animals. Oh, that's right. We're supposed to be vegan now. Killing it is not good. Doing a great job, did a great job, is... Uh, how about uh, more than one way to skin a cat? Yes, that's not cool. Multiple ways of uh, of accomplishing the task is much better. And this expression normalizes violence against animals. So we're not to use the pelt of a successful hunt because that would be bad. Pull the trigger. Not good. Rule of thumb. Not good. Um, it says, although no written record exists today, this phrase is attributed to the old British law that allowed men to beat their wives within stick with sticks, no wider than their thumb. So just take their word for it. There's no proof. Just take the, just, just take their word for it. Even though there's no proof that this is a real thing. Take a shot at it. Not good. Give it a go. Much better. So, you know, they're saying this because that these terms represent an unnecessary use of imagery, hunting someone uh, or something. So, again, hunting is bad. Uh, content uh, note is much better than trigger warning. The phrase can cause stress about what's to follow. Additionally, one can never know what may or may not trigger a particular person. <laughs> So we are banning the this word because snowflakes could be triggered by the word trigger. I guess I should have given a trigger warning before this word. 
Uh, War Room, not good because War is out. Uh, Whipped into shape, uh, not good. Wife Beater, I love this. Wife Beater is uh, another name for t-shirt, a type of t-shirt. That's not good. We're not going to do that. It's a white ribbed tank top or a tank or an undershirt, much better. Uh, This phrase trivializes domestic violence by associating it with a piece of clothing. So please, please don't commit the terrible sin of comparing a user, uh, I mean a convict, I mean a prisoner, oh, whatever we're supposed to call them, with a piece of clothing. So now we are worried about offending domestic violent people? Wow. All right, let's let's end it here with additional considerations like African American. We're supposed to use black. But wait a minute. The, is that right? Cuz this says black people who were, you know, born in the US and, and um that they that they they uh they're supposed to be uh, referred to as black people now with a capital B, but I thought that that we were not supposed to assign a color to a particular group of people. So is reds and yellows now okay? Uh, they put on, on this list, circle the wagons, even though that was already up in the list before. This, this list was so poorly put together, they can't, they, they can't even remember the, the particular phrases they already used. Uh, gip, gip uh, jip, things like that, of course, all out. Uh, hick, out. Um, hillbilly, out. Uh, hip, hip, hooray, they say, because it was... Uh, it was said by German citizens during the Holocaust. I don't know. I, I say prove it. Um, hold down the fort. They say that this was uh, because of, of uh, you know, the war path type things. You hold down the fort. No, no. Again, not, not, uh, not a thing. So anyway, there's a, few, there's a few others left on that list, but these are just dumb. Um, you know, language is important. And that's why I wanted to bring this to you today. Because we we can laugh at this, and we can laugh at this all all we want. But this is serious to these guys, and they really are trying to change the language that we speak. Now, you may agree with that. You may disagree with that. And I would love to hear from you at UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.